You're listening to a podcast from Teacher. This is The Research Files and I'm Jo Earp. Today I'm with Sandra Patterson, General Manager of Research at the National Centre for Vocational Educational Research and Research Officer Tam Liu to talk about an NCVER report released earlier this year into whether school characteristics influence student engagement of 15-year-olds. Sandra Patterson and Tam Liu, welcome to the Research Files. Thank you. Sandra, first of all, can you tell listeners about the aim of the research? Uh, thank you, yes. It's well established that students who engage well with schooling perform better academically, so they have better roles, uh, rates of school completion. Academically, they perform better, and they generally end up in better jobs later on in life. We know a lot about students' background, and we know a lot that, that the students' engagement is driven by their background. We know, for example, that females, um, students who have parents from higher education backgrounds, those coming from non-English speaking backgrounds, have higher levels of motivation and have this concept of self-awareness and ability are all important drivers. The question we wanted to get to though was about what impact the school can have in this, so the extent to which the school factors influence engagement. That's not really as well known. So the aim of this research was to find out to what extent student engagement can be strengthened by the ways in which schools are set up and run and we focus specifically on emotional and cognitive engagement of 15-year-olds. Tam, um, what did the research involve? Um, so to address the research questions, um, our research uh, used the data from the 2009 cohort of the Longitudinal Surveys of Australian Youth, uh, which collect information about young people's education and training activities starting at the age 15. Uh, so as Sandra mentioned before, we our research only focused on two um, particular components of uh, children engagement. Um, so the emotional engagement in our research um, is based on the 12 items that measures students' affective reactions towards school. So for example, we ask students whether they uh, feel happy, safe and secure at school, um, whether they find the work they do is interesting um, or a lot of fun or whether they get excited about the work that they do. Um, in terms of the cognitive engagement, given the data limitation, uh, the closest measure that we can get from the data set is uh, to use the strategies that students use in reading, um, such as understanding and remembering. Now, after that, um, after get these two me two measures uh, from the data set, we look into the relationship between um, cognitive engagement and emotional engagement in relation to individual characteristics and the school factors. So in our research, uh, we're looking at a whole range of individual characteristics uh, such as um, students' um, demographic backgrounds, their academic performance and educational aspirations, the number of the hours they work after school and their peers' aspirations. Um, 
so um, in terms of the school factors, obviously in reality that there's a whole range of the factors that school may influence on students' engagement level. But given the data that we have, uh, we can only focus on the school factors that um, actually um, potentially can influence the student engagement based on the five categories. So we're looking at um, the school sector and demographics, uh, school resource, uh, competition and academic orientation. We're also looking at how the school is run in terms of the school leadership and teacher qualities and the school climate. Sandra, can you uh, share three of the key findings then? Uh, certainly. So uh, just re reiterating what Tam was saying, so we're looking at the influence the school can have when you control for the individual student characteristics when we're looking at both cognitive and an emotional engagement. Um, overwhelmingly at the age of 15, the emotional and cognitive engagement with the school is overwhelmingly still driven by the individual background characteristics. So the first finding is effectively just confirming that the individual person and who they are at that point in their life is having a, a very large effect on their engagement with their schooling. So. Um, you know, their intention to perform, to complete year 12, having high self-concept of ability, coming from uh, an overseas country or English as a second language, um, working relatively few hours outside of, work, uh, of school as well and coming from a traditional family are all influencing that engagement quite strongly. So it does reinforce what the literature is saying about student background mm -hmm. in particular. The interesting finding for us, which, is, which was the heart of the question, was about well, to what extent is the school influencing engagement at age 15? And the answer to that is it's at the age of 15 it's having a fairly marginal effect on their engagement. So school characteristics that Tam spoke about, which were around resourcing and class sizes and all of those sorts of things, the leadership of the school, account for about 4.3% of the students' emotional engagement mm -hmm. and about 7.5% of their cognitive engagement. So the school has slightly larger influence on the cognitive engagement over emotional, but it's still a relatively marginal effect on engagement. Mm -hmm. The third key finding is that for those students um, that are at risk of leaving school, the school at age 15, the school characteristics are having an even lesser of an effect on them. So the school characteristics are accounting for 1.4% of the emotional engagement and 4.4% of the cognitive engagement. What we mean by emotional engagement is the students' re effective reactions towards the school. So whether they like school um, and a sense of belonging. So the questions we were looking at were trying to get at a sense of that, whereas the cognitive engagement refers to the psychological investment in learning and the use of learning strategies. Mm -hmm. They're interesting findings. What, what do you see as being the implications for schools and educators in Australia then of this research? What, what this is saying is an implication, so it's not saying that the school doesn't matter, but what it's saying is that by the age of 15 is that the patterns of the individual, who they are and their lifetime to date is having more influence than the school at that particular uh, point in time. Mm -hmm. So one of the findings from this is it's too late at the age of 15 to try and get your, uh, an individual student engaged in schooling. The engagement needs to happen through the school at a lot earlier age than 15 possibly as well. 
it's not to say the school doesn't matter, however. Um, we know that school, the type of school in particular, can have quite a bearing on other outcomes for individual students. Now, this does become a little bit circular because the better engaged you are, the more likely you are to complete Year 12 mm -hmm. and get a better ATAR score. But the type of school has a very strong influence on uh, the ATAR scores uh, and the probability of going on to university. So it's uh, the message for parents, I guess, is that the school can matter, um, but at the age of 15, you need to have them engaged if you're actually going to get to those successful outcomes. So it really is about what sort of learning strategies and what sort of cognitive and um, emotional engagement can happen earlier to actually set them on a good pathway. Yeah. For more information on the research discussed in this podcast and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.